On this day, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude, and the disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others Elisha, still others one of the ancient prophets has arisen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said in reply, The Christ of God. He rebuked them and directed them not to tell this to anyone. He said, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. The Gospel of the Lord. Those who love will never be alone. On the contrary, they will always be accompanied in one way or another. They will always have someone to receive them at their home. As we come to the end of this beautiful week that the Lord has given us, it seemed appropriate to me to conclude with the meditation that we have been developing regarding the dishonest attitude of the steward in Sunday's parable, but showing in some way its flip side. I wanted to show you that deep down this man made a mistake, as it happens to all of us, because he didn't know how to love, he didn't know how to choose true love in the face of his fear of being alone. I dare say that most of our mistakes in life stem from this background, from our genuine need and desire to be loved, to be supported and taken into account. This becomes clear in the statement that Jesus makes after telling the parable. Make friends for yourself with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. What did Jesus mean by that? Make friends by loving, by being generous, not by being dishonest, not by seeking your own interest. That's the key. That's why I told you at the beginning that those who love will never be alone, because they will always find someone to love, and always, to a greater or lesser extent, they will have someone who will return their love. You may have wondered why I say at the beginning, let's pray with the gospel according to, and then I name the evangelist who speaks each day. I know that way to start is not very attractive as a marketing ploy. I'm convinced of that, I'm sure of it, and that's precisely why I keep doing it that way. Because in fact, that's not the main reason. It's not that I do it just to go against the grain, but because it's what I want, it's my purpose, it's the purpose of the church every day. If I wanted these audios to reach more people, I could say something else, something a little more attractive. I want us to pray every day with the Word, you listening and meditating, and me listening, meditating, and preaching. Once a daily listener told me something funny, but deep as a testimony. 
I'm 25 years old and I'm Catholic. The first time I got your audio was by chance and from a person I wouldn't have expected it. As prejudiced as I am, I thought, listen six minutes to an audio that explains the gospel? No way. It made me laugh because of his sincerity. Finally, by God's grace, he started to listen and ended up falling more in love with Jesus. Many people will think the same when they receive an audio and maybe they don't listen to it, but I know that there are many more who do understand the message and want to pray with the Word of God. Let's not be afraid of sending this audio accidentally, as this young man told me. Let's not be afraid of tiring something out there. There are many who told me that when they sent it to someone who didn't expect it, they softened. Jesus almost inevitably softens the heart. He is such a good person and he surprises us every day. Who is Jesus for you? Who is he really? Let's not only answer with our minds, but also with our hearts. Let's not only answer with the heart, let's answer together with the mind, because God gave it to us for us to use it. A professor once told us students something funny, but true. We, Catholics, sometimes leave our brains behind when we enter the temple, and we leave our hearts behind when we enter the classroom to study. No, both should go together. We would say faith and reason, both. In yesterday's piece of the Gospel, we heard that Herod asked about Jesus, out of curiosity. At least, he was attracted by curiosity. Today, it's no longer Herod who asks what people say about Jesus, but it's Jesus himself who wants to know what people say about him, and what his friends and disciples say about him. He doesn't ask out of weakness, or as some commentators say, because he didn't yet know who he was and needed the opinion of others. Nothing could be further from the gospel than that. Jesus knew perfectly well who he was and what his mission was. That question is to help his disciples and to help us today. Let's put ourselves in the place of the apostles and listen to Jesus asking each one of us. Who do you say that I am? Don't answer me with a catechism answer. Don't answer me with a theological statement, no matter how true it may be. Don't answer me with a childish answer or with a set phrase. Answer me with all your heart and with all your reason. They are not enemies. Sit down for a while to pray and think. Kneel down for a while to meet me today in some tabernacle. Kneel down today for a moment before my real presence in the Eucharist. I am in thousands and thousands of abandoned tabernacles, unvisited and in thousands of celebrated masses. Kneel down and listen to what I ask you today. Who do you say that I am? Do you speak of me to others? How do you speak of me to others? 
We must say that our lives will not be enough to answer these questions, because even though we know in our minds who Jesus was and what he did, as we continue to seek and love him every day, we will continue to discover who he really is and what he wants from each one of us. That's the beauty of it. That's what encourages us not to stop. It's not over today or tomorrow, but when we come face to face with him and explode with joy. In the meantime, let's continue praying with the gospel every day, so that we don't cease to get to know and love him, so that we never say, there's no way I'm going to listen to the gospel for six or eight minutes. On the contrary, let's pray to desire to listen to him with all our souls, to desire with all our souls that many more may know him and really know who he was, who Jesus is and what he can do in our lives. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.